Hello friends, I did not realize that we finished Matthew yesterday, so today we're going to be getting into Mark. Once we finish this chapter, we can go into the what the New Testament authors really cared about for both Matthew and Mark. As always, before we begin with this chapter, let us go ahead and pray for the word that we will receive today. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the day that you've given us. Thank you for the many blessings that you poured down in our lives. And thank you for the people that you've placed in our lives. We pray, Lord, for the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to really grasp the word that we're about to receive, to be able to share this with whoever needs to hear it, and to be able to put it to work into our own lives. Help us, Lord, to bear the fruits of your spirit in all that we do today. Holy Spirit, be breathed into us and allow us to walk in your guidance in each and every step. Give us your discernment in all that we do and allow us to know the truth behind the word that we will receive. Help us to be a beacon of light for your love, kindness, grace, and mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Alright, this first section is called John the Baptist Prepares the Way. The beginning of the good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him. Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of those whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. This next section is called the baptism and testing of Jesus. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son whom I love. With you I am well pleased. At once the Spirit sent him out into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness forty days, being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals, and angels attended him. This next section is called, Jesus Announces the Good News. After John was put into prison, Jesus went into Galilee proclaiming the good news of God. The time has come, he said, the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. This next section is called Jesus Calls His First Disciples. As Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. When he had gone a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John in a boat, preparing their nets. 
Without delay he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. This next section is called Jesus Drives Out an Impure Spirit. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. Just then, a man in their synagogue who was possessed by an impure spirit cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, Jesus said sternly. Come out of him. The impure spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. The people were all so amazed that they asked each other, What is this? A new teaching, and with authority. He even gives orders to impure spirits, and they obey him. News about him spread quickly all over the region of Galilee. This next section is called Jesus Heals Many. As soon as they left the synagogue, they went with James and John to the home of Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they immediately told Jesus about her. So he went to her, took her hand, and helped her up. The fever left her, and she began to wait on them. That evening, after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all the sick and demon-possessed. The whole town gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many who had various diseases. He also drove out many demons, but he would not let the demons speak because they knew who he was. This next section is called Jesus Prays in a Solitary Place. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him, and when they found him, they exclaimed, Everyone is looking for you. Jesus replied, Let us go somewhere else, to the nearby villages, so I can preach there also. That is why I have come. So he traveled throughout Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons. This last section is called Jesus Heals a Man with Leprosy. A man with leprosy came to him and begged him on his knees, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus was indignant. He reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said. Be clean. Immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. Jesus sent him away at once with a strong warning. See that you don't tell this to anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Instead, he went out and began to talk freely, spreading the news. As a result, Jesus could no longer enter a town openly, but stayed outside in lonely places. Yet the people still came to him from everywhere. So that is the end of chapter 1 of Mark. That last section with the man who had leprosy that was cleansed is always so moving to me that he knew that God could do it. He had no doubt, but he said, if that is what you're willing. So I have not read the whole Bible. I currently have only read a handful of the books, but as it stands, I have not seen anywhere in the Bible other than when Jesus went to pray to God, asking him to remove his cup 
if he is willing, but not his will, but God's will be done. That is the only other time I've seen where somebody asks if they are willing to heal. And I think that's such a good reminder because a lot of us don't ask for what God is willing to do. We just say, do this, please. And we expect it to be done, but sometimes it's not in God's will. Sometimes the things that happen to us happen for a reason and they have to happen. So we get dismayed because we don't understand why God has not heard our prayer and we feel like God has left us out in the cold. When that is far from the truth. Yes, Jesus tells us, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you will find. That is in Matthew chapter 7 verse 7. But in 1 John 5 14, we see, and this is the confidence that we have toward him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And know that it's hard to feel like you are left without because you're asking God for something and he isn't reciprocating what you're saying. But maybe he knows that whatever you're asking for, he has something ten times better in store. So next time when you're praying... Remember to ask if he is willing. And as we move along in our journey with God, we learn to live for his purpose and not ours. Once we stop pushing against his will, our life will seem a lot easier than it has been. I hope that you guys enjoyed this message and that is all the time that I have. So till next time.